Hello and welcome to Couple Next Door from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Couple Next Door, written by Peg Lynch and starring Peg Lynch and Alan Bunce. Today's good luck is the light margarine, light in flavor, light on your tongue, just like the high-priced spread. Lever Brothers has world rights to the process that makes good luck different from other margarines. It's light, guaranteed to leave no oily aftertaste or your money back. No oily aftertaste, good luck, good luck, good luck, good What's the matter? This is the Christmas that we were really going to economize. Oh, I know it. Yeah, look at this bill from the department store. Just, just, just look at this. Maybe they didn't add it up right. And what is this for Pete's sake? A bill for $26.75 from the Rose Hill Florist Shop. Huh? Florist? I didn't buy any flowers. Well, here's the bill made out to you. Wait a minute. Flowers purchased in May, apparently... Last May? May? Well, they're crazy. Why would you ever spend that much for flowers? Oh, wait a minute. Last May, those are the flowers for the annual spring luncheon for the women's club. But I paid it. I'm the treasurer, and I pay all the bills, and I remember distinctly that I paid that. Well, according to the Rose Hill Florist Shop, you didn't pay it. Why are they sending you a bill now? That's eight months ago. I remember distinctly writing the check for twenty-six seventy-five. Ah, sure. I I'll... did. I remember writing it. All right. Well, then let's find the canceled check. Being the ones for June. Well, dear, don't bother. I know I wrote a check for those flowers. It's all right. Darling, it isn't all right. We just got a bill for it. Now, where are your canceled checks? Well, I suppose they're in the file. Well, where's the file? Well, I think it's on the closet shelf. But I know I wrote a check. I remember writing it because I started to write Rosebud Florist Chop instead of Rose Hill Florist Chop, and I had to tear it up and start oh, over. Golly, look at this closet shelf. Uh, we, we've been in this house about two months, and look at this mess. Oh, let it go. Honestly, I get so infuriated at stores that send you bills after eight months. Oh, yeah, it's just maddening the way they want to be paid. I know. I paid them. All right, all right. Let's get busy and find the canceled checks. <laughs> Thank you. 
The world tears along at a terrific pace these days. That's why most of us appreciate the broadcasts of CBS News' famous reporters so much, men like Edward R. Murrow and Lowell Thomas. Murrow and Thomas are both old hands at the news game. They understand trends and recognize patterns in international affairs as well as developments at home. And they're good at imparting their knowledge and understanding to you, too. The complicated, the involved, the obscure suddenly take shape for you under the spotlight of commentary by Murrow or Thomas. But for all their knowledge, there's nothing pedantic about either of these broadcasters. They don't give you a lecture, but a vivid, exciting unfolding of the news. There's so much wit and human interest and real drama in their reports that you will find them must-listening for enjoyment as well as information. Monday through Friday, listen to Lowell Thomas and Edward R. Murrow with the news. You can hear them on most of these same stations. Well, here it is, here it is. A canceled check? No, 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 the file. It was in the cupboard underneath the stairway. Oh, yes, that's right. Well, now, come on. You better help me look since your filing system is complicated enough to be used by the Secret Service. Well, honey, I've, I've got to fix the hem in this dress of Betsy. She wants to wear it to school tomorrow. You just ask me what you want to know. Well, all right, all right. Now, for example, there's nothing here that says bank statements or canceled checks. Now, uh, what, what, what do you have canceled checks filed under? Entertainment? Miscellaneous? Places to see in Europe when I take that trip? Oh, did you find that? <laughs> Every time I see an interesting travel article, I cut it out, you know. And, okay, and all right, all right. Now, honey, canceled checks. Bank statements. Well, let me see. I'll look under June. Look under June. Mm -hmm. All right, here we are. Now, under, under June, there are no bank statements, only one small piece of paper which reads, turn west on Route 40, go about three miles until you see a darling red house with white shutters. Oh, that's how to get to the Richardsons. June Richardson, you can throw that out. They June moved back Richardson. to Dallas. Mm. Now, let me see, bank statements. Uh, look under Mr. Miller, M's. Mr. Miller. The man at the bank. The cashier. Oh, 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 well, I didn't know his name. Miller. Yeah. It's right there on that little sign that says, Next Window, Please. But when the sign is turned around, it has the name of the cashier. Didn't you know that? <laughs> I don't know whether I did or not, honestly. Mr. Miller's the one who looks sort of like a basset hound. Oh, yeah, you know oh, yes. Is his name Miller? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I know the one you mean. Now look for his canceled checks under his name. Now... Honey, why don't you have bank statements under bank statements? Because then it's under B and gets the front part of the file all jammed up. Here, get away, darling. Just get away. Get away. Well, let, me, let me find it. Yeah, well, I... Bank statements for June. Here we are, right here. Oh, well, all right. Look for the canceled check from the florist. I know. I wrote it. Look for it, will you, honey? I'll look for your check stubs and see if by some miracle you filled it out. Now, just uh, what might you have check stubs under? Things to keep. Things to keep. <laughs> God. All right, let's see, let's see. Things to keep. Funny, it isn't here. No cancel check from the florist. I know, I made a check out to them. Darling, now I look. know I did. Uh, dear. I know I wrote out the check. Honey, it doesn't do I any good to keep saying you wrote out the check. Well, I know you I you did. gotta prove that you paid it. Well, I know I did. Well, I have no faith whatsoever in your system for keeping any kind of record of things. And I'm willing to bet that that florist is absolutely right. Well. You know, we're good customers there. Probably the reason he hasn't sent your bill before. This may have, may have been just goodwill. I mean, he hoped that you'd pay it before we had to, he had to bombard you with reminders that you owed him money. Nobody is filled with goodwill that sends you a forgotten bill right after Christmas. 
Anyhow, I know I paid it. Well, we'll have to prove it, I'm afraid. Here, here, here are some check stubs. Well, I know I paid it. Honestly, the nerve, really. You know, sending a bill eight months after you've thrown the flowers out. Oh, <laughs> honest to Pete, honey. Look at these chicken scratches. Why don't you fill out your stubs? Oh, please, dear, let's not go through all that well, now, again. Look, this is I a very really... good example of why it's important. <gasps> now, you have got to prove you paid this bill. Well? Now, Haley, just, just listen to this, will you? May 6th, you apparently wrote a check, and this is the notation on your stub. Four eggs, separate yolks, and fold in the whites. Oh, well, it's part of a recipe. I probably didn't have any other paper in my purse, and I wanted to write it down. Here's and... another one. Here's another one. Just $5.23 doesn't tell when or what it's for. You know, now that I think back, those flowers he gave us for the women's club party weren't quite as fresh as they should have been either. He gave us a lot of larkspur. It dropped all over the table. I remember that. Now, what is this, honey? What? Look, Harriet has, but Francis hasn't. I, I, I just don't understand. Now, what does that mean? Harriet has, but Francis hasn't. On a check stub. Oh. What? Let me think. Yeah, do, please. I was going to write a check for the flowers, and each group was going to pay me. Oh, I remember now. Harriet's group at that time. Oh, I'll bet Dorothy knows about it, because Nancy wasn't going to pay me. She has the book club group, and I still owed her 75 cents for the winter party. Now, wait a minute, wait a minute. I'm going to call Dorothy. Honey, how does all this thinking wind up? I mean, was the check sent or not? Was the bill paid? That is the only important well, I, thing. Well, I remember now. You see what happened? We still had some money left in our treasury, because the last speaker we had scheduled didn't come. Remember how we were hoping to get that man who had climbed the, climbed the mountain next to Mount Everest? No, I don't remember. Oh, yes, you remember. You were so disappointed when he didn't come. Oh, honey, look the yeah, heck yeah. with a mountain climber, will you? What I want to know I'm is... I'm telling you what you want to know. He never showed up, and we had the money left over. What does that have to do with the florist bill? It has everything to do with it, because part of that money was for part of the flowers. Part was cash, and part was check. Honey, did you say you were the treasurer of the woman's club? Oh, yes, and I just hate it. I hope I don't get reelected. Well, I don't think you need to worry about that, dear. Well, nobody wants the job. It's so complicated. Yeah, I can see. Now, look, a moment ago you suggested calling your friend Dorothy. Now, now would she know about the florist bill? Hmm? She was with me when I wrote the check, dear. Call her. Call her, by all means. At this point, we could certainly use an eyewitness. <laughs> well... Seems funny to have dial phones in this town. I miss the operator, don't you? Terribly. <laughs> you know what I mean. Well, I do. dear, yes. Hello? Dorothy, listen. You remember the flowers for the spring luncheon way back in May? Yeah. Well, I got a bill for them today, and I know I wrote a check out then. Yes. Well, it just occurred to me, Harriet's group paid me that day, but Frances's didn't because she hadn't collected. And Mrs. Houston was taking hers out of the Ways and Means Committee, remember, because there was a surplus from the fashion show? Mm. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Hold on, Dorothy. She does, dear. What? Dorothy does. Dorothy does what? She remembers seeing me write out the check. What's the matter with you? She said I was sitting at that little walnut table in the main office at the woman's club. Darling, it and doesn't matter where you were sitting. The point is... Wait a minute. Wait, wait a minute, dear. Dorothy's uh... talking. I can't hear either one of you. Yes, Dorothy? Yeah. Oh, well, now, just a second. Hold on. Dear. Yes? What day in May did you have that gold crown put on your back tooth? What? Dorothy said it all happened the day when you went to the dentist and had that crown put on. What date was that? For Pete's sake, I don't know what... 
I, I'd see, I love the way your friends seem to remember the most intimate details about my bridge work, but they don't remember paying $25 florist bills. We do remember paying it. We were trying to pinpoint it down to what day, and Dorothy remembers seeing me write it. Darling, that is not the point. The fact that you wrote the check doesn't mean the bill was paid. Did you mail it? Didn't we mail it, Dorothy? Huh? You still got no canceled check, so obviously the flor florist didn't get the check or he wouldn't have sent you a bill. Oh, yeah, that's right, Dorothy. Yes. All right, all right Dorothy. Uh -huh. She's going to look. She's going to look where? In her white summer purse. Well, it was after Easter, dear. She'd have had her summer purse. Well, why are you throwing up your hands? Now, just be patient a minute, dear, and we'll soon know. <laughs> We'll return to the couple next door in just a moment. It's National Happy Holidays to Everyone from Jell-O Week. Tell everybody you know, and don't, don't, don't let the week go by without J-E-L-L-O. This is Don Wilson with holiday greetings and a holiday hint. For special meals with a special twinkle, serve Jell-O for dessert. It's so beautiful and bright, so refreshingly light after a rich, festive dinner. Happy holidays, everyone, from J-E-L-L-O. The point is, as I have said a thousand times before... Darling, why are you going on about it? Dorothy found the check. She never mailed it, but she will now, and she'll put a little note on to the florist so he understands. So he understands, uh-huh. Now you go on back to looking over the rest of the bills and let me get the hem and Betsy's dress fixed. Darling, look, in the future, please, uh, pretty, please, will you? No, fill out my check yeah. stuff. Yeah. Well, I always mean to, dear, but it's such a nuisance, and I think, well, I'll do it later. You know, but then I forget. I know, I know, and I, I know, but why not make it one of your New Year's resolutions? Hi, <laughs> darling. I'll put it down. Do you understand about the florist bill now? No, I don't, darling, but it doesn't really matter as long as he gets paid. What don't you understand? I don't understand any of it, especially the fact that if you wrote the check, why didn't you mail it? Because I didn't have a car. And Dorothy did, and she was going right past the post office. You took the car that day to go to the dentist, and that is why you I know, was you without know something? one. It is inconceivable, it is absolutely inconceivable that somehow even this could turn out to be my fault. Oh, now you know what I mean, I know dear. what you mean. It somehow just... or other, this has gotten <laughs> well, to be my fault. I didn't fault. have I didn't a think car, it was dear. <laughs> Next Door is written by Peg Lynch and stars Peg Lynch and Alan Bunce and is produced by Walter Hart. This is Stuart Metz, inviting you to listen again tomorrow for The Couple Next Door. Next Door.